0: Welcome to Luna the Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, and I am here to be your spiritual big sister, guiding you to self empowerment through self discovery. My goal with this podcast is to provide grounded and easy to understand self development tools to support you on your spiritual journey. My purpose is to help you learn to love both your light and your shadow. And to empower you to start showing up as your best self by nourishing your soul and doing the inner work. I am so grateful you're here today, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. I hope you've been having a wonderful day, and I am so grateful. That you're hearing, listening, and following along, and I hope you've been enjoying the past couple of episodes. I know I have been, so I hope that you've been taking away interesting things from it, having cool realizations. This episode is very exciting to me because it's really tied to the beginnings of my spiritual journey and what led me down the path of meditation and mindfulness and self-responsibility and perspective. So Early on in quarantine in March or April, one of my best friends from college told me about the book The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle and she told me it had transformed her mindset and she really recommended that I check it out. So that's what I decided to do. So I bought the book and little did I know that would be a pivotal point in my journey as a human in my journey of life he truly changed my perspective on so much so I'm excited to share some of the things that I learned from him because the minute that I read the book was when I got really interested in understanding our humanity and understanding some of the pitfalls that we all fall into so let's just dive right in So the first really, really interesting thing that I learned is to become the observer of my thoughts. And so what does that mean, right? So, so many of us move through life and we're always thinking, we're always worrying, we're always planning, we're always engaged in this inner chatter that just goes off all day long. But... It's very empowering when you're able to take a step back and realize that you can be the observer of those thoughts, that you aren't those thoughts themselves. You aren't that mental chatter because the minute that you're able to observe the chatter, you automatically cannot be it. So when I learned about that, I was kind of taken aback and I started looking at my life in a very different light because I would start going about my day and I would notice, for example, I would wake up And I would already be thinking about what workout I was going to do, what food I was going to eat for breakfast, all the things I had to do. Or before I was going to bed, I would notice that I was overthinking things I had said or thinking about the past or thinking about all the things I had to do, conversations I had had. And the minute that you're able to start noticing that, you can notice how often this chatter happens and how little attention we pay to it. But all that is... Is thoughts and so the minute that I was able to disconnect from that and realize that I could observe them I started being a lot more mindful and a lot more attentive and I would encourage you to if you haven't read this book or if you've never heard this before to try that out go through a day or right now and start observing just observing not judging not having an opinion about it just hearing that inner chatter and noticing what you're thinking all the time. And realize that a lot of those thoughts are most likely not tied to what's happening around you. It's not tied to what you're going through necessarily, it's not tied to what's happening right now, but it's usually tied to either the past or the future. And realize that when you are fully immersed in what you're doing right now, it's much harder to fall into those thought patterns and vice versa. If you're Thinking so much, you're often not fully present and you're not fully there. You're not fully listening to other people. You're not fully doing whatever you're doing with engagement, with attention. A prime example of this is if you're reading a book and halfway through the page, you start thinking about something and then you realize that you already finished the page and you didn't even pick up on what you were reading about. So, I think that that's a really good exercise. And when I started doing it, I also started disassociating myself with those thoughts. I stopped thinking that I was those thoughts and I started realizing that I am this soul and this being that is capable of observing it. And so that was a really, really amazing, interesting thing that I started to... Practice and it also led me to learn to meditate and to start trying it out. Coincidentally, soon after that, a friend of mine asked me to join a meditation challenge, which I did. And as I started meditating, you know, it's a really good practice to start noticing how much you think, all the thoughts that go through your head and learning to observe them without judging them, learning to observe them without identifying with them, without believing that that is your voice, because that's not, that's just this monkey mind of chatter, of thoughts, of anxieties. And so that's an amazing takeaway that I had, and I would encourage you to experiment with that. And now... The other thing that I wanted to talk about as well is kind of tied to that and it's the fact that usually when you start observing your thoughts and when you start learning about presence and about your inner chatter is that usually that inner chatter is tied to the past or the future as I've mentioned and I want to now mention the quote for today which is time isn't precious at all because it is an illusion the more you are focused on time past and future, the more you miss the now, the most precious thing there is. Now, how beautiful is that? And that's the super interesting thing that I learned when I was reading the book because I started realizing that usually you're either thinking about the past, thinking about something that you said and how it was all the wrong words, something someone else did to you, something you did to someone else that you regret, some action you didn't take and you regret not taking it, some action you did take and that you regret taking, overthinking the past, overthinking your actions. But the thing is, it's not worth crying over spilt milk. If it already happened, it happened. Can you change it now? No. So all of those thoughts, really, they're not changing the situation, and they're usually just creating almost like depression-like feelings because of that lack of control you have over changing your past. So that was really interesting to me. And also looking to the fact that a lot of our thoughts are also for the future i find myself future tripping a lot where i'm worrying about what the future will look like and stressing out about the uncertainty of not knowing what it will be like or when certain things will happen or how that day is going to go or how a certain meeting is going to go or a test it creates so much anxiety so usually thinking about the future causes this anxious feelings while thinking about the past causes more like regret Shame, guilt, feelings. But the thing is that when the past was happening, when that moment was occurring, you were living it in the present moment at that time. When the future comes, whatever action you take in the future, you are going to be taking it in the present. You're going to be taking it in the now of the future. And that was so empowering to me because it made me realize that the only moment that we truly have control over that's really in our power is the present, is the now. The more we try to change the past, the more we worry about what the future will be like, the less we tap into our innate power as humans, as creators, as awesome people, because we're focusing on what we quite literally have no power over. And so that was when I also started realizing that if I truly wanted to make any changes in my life, if I truly wanted to achieve what i wanted to achieve get over certain patterns that were recurring in my life and be the person i wanted to be tap into my higher self tap into my best self i had to act now the future is just a concept i feel like so many of us are always saying things like i'll start tomorrow i'll start next week i'll start next month whether it be trying to read a book taking on a new project eating better drinking more water moving your body more Whatever it is, the more you delay it to the future, the less likely you're going to be to achieve it, and the less you're going to be tapping into the present. So I thought that that was super empowering, and that really caused me to realize that that now is the most important time. Now is magic, and this reminds me of the movie Kung Fu Panda, when there's the saying that goes, "Yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift." that is why it's called the present and how cool is that that's so true that's why it's called present because it's a gift it's magic it's so amazing and it really leads us to practice gratitude for the small things and for what we do have and for what we have in the now and for whatever is happening that's what we what you can be accountable for that's what you have ownership over that's what you can change if you want to you can choose today to take action towards something you've been wanting to. And if you want to take action, the only time you can take it is now. Even if you delay it to the future, when it is the future, it's going to be the now too. So might as well start today. So I think that that was awesome. And that was something that really opened my eyes to a lot. Now, something else I want to talk about also is the fact that We live in such a high-paced world with so much technology at our fingertips, and our phones, and FaceTime, and texting, and social media, and Google, and all these things, which are amazing in in themselves, but it's caused people to be disconnected from the present because we're always taking our attention away from what we're doing. How many of us walk around going on a walk, and then you pick up your phone and you're checking social media while you're there, or you're cooking, and at the same time you're checking social media, or. We're doing homework or trying to pay attention to school especially nowadays with technology and we're sidetracked and we're checking other things and going over our emails or answering texts and not fully engaged and I find it to be such a shame and don't get me wrong because I do it too I find myself getting really distracted by technology and it's something that I actively try to be good about but It takes our attention away from this magical thing, from this gift that's the now. And when our attention is spread, we're just tapping into this illusion of multitasking. But whenever we are multitasking, we might be doing more things, but we're doing them with less attention. We're doing them with less focused energy. And I find that to be kind of draining. I feel like the days that I check my phone a lot, at the end of the night, I'm exhausted. Mentally, and our attention is energy. You know, it's one of our biggest assets, and time is one of our biggest assets, and the present is the biggest asset of all. And so, when we focus our attention in the present, we're using it wisely, and we're actually creating memories and devoting the moment to whatever we're doing fully. And I think that that's something that is a big goal of mine. It's something that I'm always trying to do more, and it's something I encourage you to try as well to just be fully present with yourself. And it also led me to become a better listener. When I was a freshman in college, I got trained in active listening and I learned a lot about what that means. And a lot of active listening is just about being present and giving someone else your attention is one of the most beautiful gifts you can give them. Making someone feel heard and seen and understood and being fully with them without checking your phone, without getting distracted. It's amazing and it's something that a lot of us don't do as often as we probably would want to or even should. Even though I don't like to use the word should, I think it's something that is missing in a lot of our relationships that authentic connection and sense of presence with one another and so that's also something I've become much more mindful about especially when in relationship with others be a friend significant other family and it's something that really deepens any connection so it's something that I've really made a priority in my life now to really have that quality time with undivided attention with those you care about and it's proven to be so valuable to me also ties back to my senior quote in my yearbook in high school which was remember no matter where you go there you are you're there the more you're trying to focus on how you wish a situation would be instead or something else you could be doing the less you're practicing gratitude for that moment and the less connected you are to the now and to your innate being and to the beauty of life. So the reason why I think this is such an important part of my spiritual journey was because in learning to observe my thoughts, I learned to disassociate with them. I learned to observe my inner chatter, especially when it ends up being an inner mean girl also learning to stop worrying so much about the past or the future giving myself grace forgiving myself and others for the past and trusting that everything happens in the right time and surrendering control to the universe and instead focusing on the present and it also empowered me to make the changes that i needed to make and it also led me to learn to meditate and drastically improved my relationship drastically (music) i hope that this was helpful to you as well i hope that maybe this encouraged you to pay more attention to what you're doing fully and to others when you're talking to them and also hopefully empowered you to realize that if you want to make a change in your life now is the time now is the moment now is it if you want to change your life you have to pay attention to how you're showing up that is it for today you guys i Hope that this was interesting and that you enjoyed. And once again, remember that today is a gift and I hope that you enjoy your today, that you enjoy the now and that the past few minutes that you spent listening to this were ones that enriched your day and your life and contributed to your growth. As always, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at Luna the Podcast or at thecarolinalifestyle and tell me how you're liking the podcast, how you liked this episode, share it on your story and tag me if there was any interesting takeaways or if you want to share it with your friends and even consider leaving a little review and a five stars on Apple Podcasts. I would so, so appreciate that and it would really help me be able to reach a wider community and make an even bigger impact than I could imagine. So once again, thank you. I am so grateful for you, and I am sending you so much light, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I'll see you in the next episode.